Hello, and welcome to the Reach or Miss Show, the podcast for the customer-focused entrepreneur, where Hayut Yogev speaks with entrepreneurs for entrepreneurs about reaching or missing the critical point of approaching the right customer with the right message at the right time and place. The point where business success starts. And here is your host, Hayut Yogev. Rich Omis, episode 187. Hey, my riches, Hayut is here. Kimberly Master, my guest today, helps spiritual entrepreneurs to become successful spiritual coaches and help shift this planet. The beauty of entrepreneurship today is the ability to create a product or service built around your unique capabilities and talent. Many women are looking today to take their entrepreneurship from their big idea to an ongoing, growing customer base and revenue. So I invite you to join our Facebook group, Women Entrepreneurs Starting Out, westartingout.com. And join our Entrepreneurial Marketing Success Facebook group for all entrepreneurs who are looking to use the magic of marketing to gain a fast and substantial success. Entrepreneurial Marketing Success Group on Facebook. Now, let's meet Kimberly Maska. Kimberly uses his business and marketing expertise to show spiritual coaches how to create financial success while shifting consciousness on this planet. She brings nearly 20 years of business development expertise to the table, including eight years of Wall Street. Five of those Wall Street years were as managing partner at a broker dealer valued at $165 million that she founded with eight colleagues. With recognized effort in changing people's lives, Kimberly Masker is gifted with the ability to intuitively see a client's business and craft a strategy for success. Kimberly Masker, what a pleasure to have you here with me. Hi. Hello, how are you? I'm fantastic, and I'm so happy you are here. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. Lovely. Mm-hmm. I just shared with our audience what you've done until now, and I would like to ask you to share with us what are you doing and most passionate about today, and where are you heading? Yeah, my, I think my big passion right now is I've created a what I call a spiritual coaching certification program. So I saw a need that my clients were kind of talking about and I hadn't quite seen it. And so that's, I think, what's so exciting about being an entrepreneur is that we get to create all the time. So I I have created this program, which is doing incredible. So I'm right in the middle of writing a book about it as well. So that's my big focus. And I'm having a lot of fun with that. And it's really neat to see the clients really take to this new thing. And they're like, wow, this is what we were looking for. So it's, it's very exciting. Sounds exciting. What is this program all about? Sure. It is about really understanding how to coach your clients. So my clients are um, what I call spiritual entrepreneurs. And it's really anyone who wants to help shift consciousness on the planet, who wants to help people awaken and take that red pill and get through it. Because that awakening process, the day that we open our eyes and we realize the world isn't exactly how we thought it was, Mm -hmm. that can be a pretty painful process. So my clients help those people get through that process. And so what I discovered, I had always talked about 
uh, creating a business. We're going to create your spiritual business. And I show my clients how to create six and seven figure businesses. And that was always my focus. And then I got this kind of, I call it a ping, an aha moment where I realized with a group of clients I was working with that their biggest struggle was that I could show them how to build the business, but they didn't actually know how to coach people once they had the business. And I was like, oh, wait, so you don't know what to do. Once I set up the, you know, help you set up the structure, you're like, and now what? Now what? <laughs> like, oh, this is really an eye opener. And, and in hindsight, I now realize that the clients that did amazing knew how to coach and the clients that kind of limped along, the problem was they weren't coaches yet. So what I've done is I've created this um, certification program that I actually show them how to coach and how to use the spiritual laws and spiritual rules that we all know um, to bring that into the coaching. So it's much different than what I would call life coaching and that my clients not only bring in these spiritual laws, but they also get to use their own modalities. So whatever they're specializing in, in their studies, they mm -hmm. bring that in as well as learning how to use what we're teaching them about the the way people think and how to bring in those spiritual laws. So it's it's really beautiful to watch them expand and grow that way. I love you saying that because I must say that I do think that too many people are coaches without really studying or knowing how to coach. Yeah. And it seems like it's so easy to say I'm a coach and uh, but you really need some set of skills in order to do it the right way. Yeah. So it sounds great that you're talking about it, but you must tell me, what is a spiritual entrepreneur? Yeah, spiritual entrepreneur, it's, you know, it can be any range. And so it's funny to call it that because someone, they're like expecting a very specific definition. But I think for me, the spiritual entrepreneur is just someone who wants to help shift this planet. They want to help people find their joy. They want to help people connect to, to God sometimes. I have clients that are very Christian-based. I have clients that are Jewish, and I have clients that are more esoteric and working with angels and different beings, and they channel information. So I have this huge range of clients, but at the end of the day, they're all trying to help other people find their joy, find their connection to whether they call it God, source, infinite intelligence, the universe, so that they're, they're living their purpose on this planet and not being in the, you know, stressful, upset, low vibration place that most people sit in, you know, they're worried, they're afraid. There's just so much stuff that we go through as human beings on this planet that we don't have to go through. And so my clients show their clients, how to find their joy, how to live life and love every moment of it. Hmm. Love it. And what would be your best advice to any entrepreneur that is listening to us right now? I think the best advice is to really know who your client is. This is something that I see when people come to me. Let's just say someone comes to me and they already have a business. And they've already, maybe they have a podcast or they've written books or something along those lines. Like they've already tried and they can't get it to work. Um, probably about 99% of the time, the reason why they can't get it to work is because they don't actually know who their client is. Right. They're, they're missing that. And, they're, and they think they know who it is, 
But what's happening is that they're also not speaking to the client. So the client can <laughs> hear them, right? There's so much noise out there. Goodness. You go on social media and just the television, wherever you are, everywhere you are, there's noise. <laughs> and so to be able to be heard by our, our clients, by the people that we know, I call them our soul tribe. To be able to be heard by our soul tribe, we have to speak their language so that they can hear us. Definitely. Right? And so we have to we have to have that connection. And when there's no connection that way and someone doesn't really know their client, it it falters. It it doesn't really work. And and even when, when someone joins my program, I do a what I call a kickoff call with them. And on this call, I help them get very clear on who their tribe is. And it's a very intuitive process for me that I can hear and see certain things about their business and what they're telling me. And once I, I know it and I share it with them, 98% of the time they're like, oh my God, that's it. That was amazing. But then there's the 2% of people that have a little resistance because maybe that's not what they were thinking originally. Hmm, yeah. So I have to allow them to go down their path until their path doesn't work. And then they finally come back around to what I said and then it works. <laughs> <laughs> I do agree so much with what you're saying because, uh, you know, all the time I'm telling people that The secret is not about convincing as many people as they can to buy their product or service. It's about finding those people that need their products, are willing to use it right now and willing to pay. And it's really finding out who are their most potential customers. And uh, I love you saying that. You've got yeah. successes and we'll talk about it in a minute. But I want to ask you, what is your biggest, most critical failure with customers? The one that affected your entrepreneurial journey the most or almost the most? Yeah, you know, those, those good old failures. Thank goodness we can learn from them, right? They're a huge, huge <laughs> learning ground, but they're not fun to go. They're not fun to go through in that Never. moment. <laughs> <laughs> I would say my biggest failure actually came in a kind of a roundabout way. And it came from... not fully stepping into my role as CEO with my team because the team that I had in place was creating the problems with the clients. And so I think I had turned over the reins a little bit too early and I turned them over to people that were not in, I'm going to say full alignment with what I was teaching and what, how I was speaking and connecting with my clients. And there became a hmm. disconnect so that my team And I were on two different pages and the clients got the, the butt of that. They got caught in this, well, wait, but we're supposed to do this. But then this team member says that. And so that was probably, in fact, I know at this point, I won't even say probably, that has been my greatest learning lesson and failure, if we want to call it that, because I, I had the wrong people in the wrong place. And that had a big impact on my clients. And that was a, a ripple effect that I... Um, I, I, I wish I could do over in a different <laughs> way. <laughs> that was a ripple effect that happened. But it was actually amazing because once it was said and done, boy, did mm. I learn a lot from that. And, and that'll never happen again. And now I teach my mastery clients not to make the same mistake. So I'm able to now teach what I've learned. I, I agree with you so much. That's our biggest lesson. I think when we're as entrepreneurs that I, I truly believe that is like the biggest lesson is that building of the team, that moment you've gone from solopreneur to manager to CEO. 
And it's that CEO jump where we start to step back. And in that moment, you have to really rely on the team. And if you've got the wrong people in place, man, will that just blow up your face. (laughs) And now I want you to tell us the story of your greatest, most significant success as a result of the right customer focus or something you did right about approaching your customers. Yeah. So I have this unique um, way of looking at clients and and our responsibility with clients and their responsibility with us. And in fact, I was quoted in a magazine not too long ago about this because they're like, well, that's really interesting because I like to say the customer isn't Hmm. always right because there's the idea of responsibility. So I can't just have a customer come and complain when so that happens, I take full responsibility for what we did, but the customer also has to take responsibility for themselves. And that's what I teach because as I'm teaching my clients and they're spiritual entrepreneurs, I'm really showing them how to be spiritual leaders. And as a leader on this planet coming from that level of alignment with our higher self, we have to be 100% mm. responsible for ourselves. So when I'm talking with the client, if there's an issue, I always make sure that we have done what we need to do. And, and if we haven't, I make sure it gets done. And, but the client also has to then take responsibility for their engagement in the process because we co-created that situation. So where is the client not stepping up fully to where they need to be? And this is a great lesson for entrepreneurs because if you know what you teach works without a doubt, and then someone has an issue, well, you know you did your part. So now we've got to look at the client and figure out where's the client not aligning. And we can help them align. We can't just take the blame and go be like, oh, I'm so sorry. It's like, yes, you can say we're sorry, but the customer has to take responsibility. So in, in having that philosophy, I have had you know customers come up with whatever their issue is. And, and I'm teaching people how to create a six-figure business, that is, we all know that's not easy. Anyone listening to me now who's an entrepreneur knows that is hmm. a challenge. And it's like they expect it to happen, you know, overnight. My program's three months, and in three months, they expect to be making six grand. I'm like, nope, nowhere <laughs> do I ever say that. I say, so it's a process, and so they'll <laughs> grumble. And I once had a client that was very upset, and I was able to, I got her on the phone, and we had a conversation, and I explained to her the idea of the responsibility, we work through where she was and the responsibility she hadn't taken. And then I also, you know, talk about the Pareto law, like the 80-20. I wish it was the other way around, but especially when it's coming to creating a business that, you know, you see, I see, truly see about 20 to 30% of my clients do phenomenal work. And then the other rest of them, they, they quit they don't stick with it. Like they think it's going to be easy and it's not. I'm like, You're, this is the hardest thing you will ever do sure. is be an entrepreneur. And so I was able to show this particular client all of that information. And I was able to get her to completely kind of flip around and change her perspective. And she is one of my biggest cheerleaders wow. today, which was really great. And she's still in some of my programs. And it's just, it's a beautiful thing when you can take someone who was very upset and show them through through the coaching methods that I teach, I was able to show her how to see things differently. And she was open to hearing it. And she was like, oh my gosh. And she apologized and truly is one of my biggest cheerleaders today. Mm, wow, it sounds great. 
can you recommend the best or most effective technological or digital tool that's related to customer focus marketing or sales? However, I'm not looking for the last shiniest tool in the endless list. I'm looking <laughs> for something that really works for you and helps you succeed and might help other entrepreneurs as well. Well, you know, again, it always comes back to the team, right? So how do you get your team to be on the same page with you and your clients? So we use something called Nutshell, and it's, I think it's fairly new. I've been using it for a few years, but it was brand spanking new when, it, when I started using it. And I've been able to adapt it for the team communication. And we also do all of our client calls through there, so everything's recorded. And so it's, you know, it's a CRM, but it feels so much more friendly than a lot of them out there. There's some, you know, standard CRMs that I just, I don't know, they don't feel right. And mm. there's just, they're overly complicated. Or I've been able to really make this work and create the custom fields we need. And it, it works beautifully. And I show my mastery clients how to use it too, because it's the communication between the team. And the team is able to communicate with each other about a specific client. So we're all on the same page. And it, it really works well for us. And so that's been, that's been a big shift. And I know when I have a client who is building their team and they've been having miscommunication, we implement this process and all of a sudden they're like, oh my goodness, this worked incredibly well. So that's, that's how we do it. And that's, that's really helped my business a lot. Oh, great advice. Because uh, the issue of CRM and finding the right CRM and finding the right tools to connect within the team it's such a critical uh, point for, for a team and for a, a business. And um, I'm going to try it as well, I must say. And, uh, <laughs> there are many factors that affect one's success. However, I do believe that for each of us, there is one main factor that really helps us succeed. And I want to ask you, what is your one key success factor? You know, I think my biggest case success factor is being able to just be, to not stress so much about all the things to do. But at the moments when I can, you know, I meditate every morning. So in my meditation, that's where I get my ideas. And it's not exactly in my meditation. It's usually, it's funny enough, it's I get my ideas while I'm in the shower. So I get <laughs> up, I meditate, I take care of the dog, I meditate, and then I come up and I get ready. And as I get ready, that's when all of the ideas start flooding in. And so that for me is, is been a game changer. And I've been meditating for years and I find the days that I happen to skip for whatever reason, things get a little bumpy. But if I come back and center myself, the ideas that flow to me are unbelievable. And that's what's really neat. That's when I'm in that space of the meditation and I come out of it, it's like all of a sudden I have like new ideas for books and programs and who does connect with and send an email here. And it's just amazing because then it all just comes together and I'm not trying so hard. And I think that's a very difficult thing for most of us to do because as an entrepreneur, we're probably an A personality and we got to do, 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 do. And mm -hmm. I've done that as well. But I find that the less that I do, the more that I meditate and the more that I just allow the ideas to flow, the easier it is to run my business. Mm -hmm. Um, my last question before I'll ask you what is the best way to connect with you my last question is my mountain question and as my listeners already know 
I really imagine the journey of marketing, of building a perception in the mind of the customer is climbing a mountain. And then when I step into the entrepreneurial world, I found out that being an entrepreneur means climbing even higher mountains. And at some point, I started to ask my guests, and that's what I'm asking you, whether you ever climbed a mountain or wished to climb a mountain, or do you have any relationships with mountains at all? Yes. You know, uh, first of all, mountains are such incredible things. Mountains to me are just magnificent because when we think about just how old they are and how they're such a part of the earth and yet they're apart from it. They're so unique. And so they really are beautiful. And recently, recently in the past few years, we ended up actually moving to the mountains, which is something I had never thought of. But we're in Asheville, mm. North Carolina. So I actually live in the Blue Ridge Mountains. And it is truly one of the most magnificent places I've ever seen. And I've been to 43 countries and I've seen some pretty amazing wow. things. But being here and in the mountains, it's incredible. And when we purchased our home, um, I didn't necessarily want the view. A lot of people talk about the views. I'm like, the views are lovely, but I want to be in the trees. And so when we go out on our deck, we're literally in the trees. The house is like in the trees and it's incredible to feel the energy of the trees and the animals. I mean, we get bears in our driveway on any day. You can see a bear, a deer, a turtle. We have wild turkeys. It's, it's pretty impressive. And it's, it's just incredible to be so rooted to nature here and, and being in the mountains is really a blessing that I had never thought I would experience like this. Hmm. Kimberly, what is the best way to connect with you for any of our listeners that would like to be in touch? Sure. Well, your website is KimberlyMaska.com and you can find me on Facebook. I'm on Facebook a lot. Um, Kimberly Maska there. And I even have a Facebook group called Spiritual Biz Success B-I-Z. And I'm in there a couple times a week teaching and sharing information. And that's really the best way to get a hold of me is either through Facebook or just through my website. That's great. And we'll have all of these links in the show notes of this interview. And Kimberly, I'd like to thank you so much for this interview. I enjoyed it a lot. And I think it was fascinating. So thank you so much. Thank you for having me. This was really a beautiful experience. Hmm. Thank you and take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. And for you, our listeners, until the next time, it all goes down to this. You either reach or miss. Keep reaching your goals and vision. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Reach or Miss show the podcast for the customer-focused entrepreneur. You can find all the information, links, and resources that was mentioned at the show in our website, reachormiss.com. See you next week.